This is Season 3 of Views of the Bridge, a podcast about your Philadelphia Union. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network. You can find all things BGN at BGN.FM. Let's get right to it. Looks like he's lining up for a shot. Jacob Glesnes is going for it. Is. Oh, my oh. God! Gaddis, Ray with options, will cross us in, and it's back home by Casper Shabengo. What a slide tackle by Jack Elliott. Back to that shutout for Andre Blake. Fontana will give it a strike. Anthony Fontana has the go-ahead goal! One of the best teams across the league. But my word, Jim Curtin has pushed all the right buttons in 2020. And nobody will be able to take away the trophy from Jim Curtin and the Philadelphia Union. This is a five for five city. Put some respect on our name. Let's go, dude. Good things happen in Philadelphia. Where'd it go? Great. Cool. Awesome. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. Behind that other one. Things are happening around. Oh, Jesus. All right, cool. Great way to start it off. Introductions. Uh, hi, mathematically proven to be most of the time your host, Evan Balala here. Good to see you. Good to be seen. Uh, the guy making the noise sound effects tonight, apparently. It's Justin Ashcraft. Hey, what's up? It's what's a 4D experience. I, I don't know. I maybe. I, nope. I thought I muted. It was, oh. That was definitely oh. not was, me, oh. but I oh. definitely muted for the sound effect that I was going to be making. So, oh. But I'm here. Well. I'm here. I'm definitely here. <clears throat> Just kidding. I'm sorry. I, I apologize, Justin. Uh, miscredited you. Obviously, everyone knows you as the editor, the man behind the scenes, make everything work, upload everything, take care of all of us, the dad of the podcast. The Foley guy, <clears throat> not talking about Mick, it's Paul Katrina Jr. He's here. He'll make noises for you sporadically throughout the night, whether he means to or not. I can neither confirm nor deny. Mm, good, 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 good. And uh, also here, uh, moving a little slow tonight because naps and Shake Shack, it's Chuck Booth. I'm actually doing a little better now because uh, mm. while restarting my computer and derailing yep. the entire start of the podcast, I was yep, able to basically finish my root beer. <laughs> Good enough. It's the simple things for Chuck. Are those related? Um, not particularly, but... Oh, sure. Okay. Hey, speaking of not particularly... The union playing soccer, not particularly this weekend. No, they are not. <laughs> um, nope, nope, nope. You're fired nope. from this job that we don't pay you to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's been uh, it's been a great time, everybody. I'd like to thank you for the last three years of podcasting. Um, my reign of terror will not be looked back upon fondly, but it also cannot be ignored. Can Lauren start playing the send off music for snl now oh are you are you done i guess i don't know what if lord <laughs> played the oh boy well, well, i'm, I'm glad fin- i wasn't wrong about well, the whole sound effect thing we're, we're officially in the off season i guess uh we certainly are chuck S- um, silly season my man's my man's it is silly season you're right um let's sign andy nahar please <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're losing we our just, coach you know uh, yeah Jim's gone, but yeah, we we're gonna, Jake Yeah, we're this. losing Jim to the pristine beaches of Cincinnati. Ohio. Um, let's backtrack a little bit. Your Philadelphia Union losing 2-1 to one in New York City FC in regular time. <clears throat> so at least there was that. You saw a great glimpse of the future. Not the losing to NYC, but just the... <laughs> NYC the, playing in a soccer stadium? No. The, uh, the kids who uh, had to play in that lineup. Yes. 
Yes, the kids. Yeah, where do we want to start with all of that? Other than uh, want to start with the kids, saying that I'm not going to start blaming someone for taking the international cap. Because no, uh, not even a little. If you're bit, listening to this cause... podcast or know anyone that's logged into Twitter and the Union fandom, and they would tell you that they would not take a call up to the United States or wherever they want to play national team, they're lying to you. Because uh, mm-hmm. in the world of football. No one gives a shit if you want a supporter shield. That's kind of a weird tangential thing to talk about. But if you say, I've played at the senior level for insert country, no one's ever going to take that away from you, and everybody knows what that means. So for everyone being like, oh, but he did say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm, God. Plug, plug that soundbite into an amplifier. <laughs> I mean, for real though. So like, honestly, I mean, we have to be real about something, right? Like, we are almost two years into this pandemic. Yep. And it's Coming not up on over, three, baby. Nope. Not even close. So, like, I mean, that's the thing for me with all these union fans who are like, "Oh, well, I want to find somebody to blame." And Andre Blake, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a rip where they got COVID from, or where they had an exposure from. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, the point is the pandemic's not over and like non-soccer related. I have friends whose parents and people, other people are still struggling with COVID in hospital and all this kind of stuff. And I like, so there's nothing in me that's like, Oh, I need to find someone to blame to where people got COVID from and blah, 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 blah. And so like I, just want to put that discussion aside sure and talk about the game that happened on the field because yep i know you i know that evan at least you and i disagreed about the game yep. i thought the game was fairly well played and i thought the kids looked good i thought everybody who was on the field played a good game i thought um you know if you want to blame the one player that everybody seems to want to blame that i also blamed um it's not hate i don't i Olivier Ambizo, if he's if he is right back next starting right back next season, I'm I'm totally fine with that. I'm not running mm-hmm. the guy out of town. But mm-hmm. did he lose his defender on the first goal? Absolutely. Did he get caught ball watching on mm-hmm. the second goal? Absolutely. Yeah. And so if you mm-hmm. wanna like sit there and say I hate the guy because I'm calling out what were two errors in his game that day, mm-hmm. fine. But I don't. So, like, yeah. it's just frustrating, you know. It's like we can point out what he did wrong in that game without running out, running him out of town. I think. Uh, I I don't want to talk for thirty minutes right off the bat. So, if Chuck or Paul, if you guys want to talk um, with anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any particular complaints with how the Union defense played because if you told me that that back line that was put out there <laughs> yeah. um, was going to hold NYC to two goals over that game. I would have taken it and ran and hoped that we scored three. Um, the issue is we didn't. So um, that's kind of just where things go. And unfortunately this is another game that falls on the forwards and attackers. Well forward, <laughs> since there was only one available. Yeah. Um I hate this Christmas tree lineup. I never want to see it again. I hope that with um, trying to buy forward this offseason that 
we can figure out which rotation of defensive midfielders are going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, we sit Alejandro Bedoya more because yep. Jack McGlynn was perfectly fine in that role. And three people can rotate in that if you're going to play your two number 10s deeper behind two strikers because, Lord, we need it. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, what's great about this whole playoff run is that we've had some really fun, good moments that are going to sit in union lore for time to come. Mm-hmm. And it still showed the main weakness of this yeah. club in a glaring, blistering light every time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Chuck, you tell me that backline holds two goals. I'm praising the Lord yeah. because I know that at least any competent MLS offense with good work rate and possession and buildup can score two goals in those situations. And when you look at Casper, it's not enough. It's not enough. And there simply just wasn't enough there to balance out a strong defensive effort, even if there are those two mistakes by Baizo, which you can sit there and you can point out those bad moments in the game, but you can point out way more good moments Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. game that he had alone. Uh, it's it's like I said, if he's starting next season, that's cool. Yeah, I I'm not holding it against him. Um, if you had one bad game, dude, you had a great season. Especially not thinking you were going to be the starter at all. You have Ray Gaddis leave right at the in the heart of the off season, and you have them hyping up Nathan Harriel, like doing all the promo shoots for everything before that season he starts. Looked very good, by the way. Yes, he looked good on the other yep. side. They look good together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that seems to work pretty fine. Mm-hmm. So, And that's the thing there, too, Paul, is, like, Baizu didn't even have a bad game. He had two no. bad moments. <laughs> He's, I mean, let's just be honest. Pretty much everyone on our back line is good for about two mistakes a game. Just about. Of just very levels of, yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and unfortunately, Baizu's two mistakes against New York City... We're like kind of big mistakes. And it's just, unfortunately, also, you make those two mistakes and Andre Blake's not back there, and and you get punished for them. Um, And you also have Jack Elliott, who's a cleaner. Mm. Like, Jack Elliott cleans up so many mistakes Mm. back there, too. Mm. Like, he really, really does. It just, you're missing that core essential piece of this team. Those moments become bad. Those moments become bad without having anyone to put out the fire before it spreads. It's it was it was always going to be a tough. This was always going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, 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 to go back to Justin saying that him and I disagree on the events unfolding in the match, ah, I suppose. Yes. Uh, the weird thing is that the three other guys on this podcast and I are in a in a group Twitter DM, as you would expect us to be. I would assume <laughs> we do all talk to each other periodically throughout the week. More so when there's games happening than, than in the offseason. But, we're you know, we're all available. We get along pretty well. Naturally, we've done this for three years. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I hate Paul with a burning, burning passion, and I hope that he doesn't return. Um, <clears throat> that being I said, <clears throat> I think we all get a little reactionary at points when it comes to the DM group about what happened mm-hmm. in some games. Surely. I was a little miffed at the 
<laughs> which is a word that I use very frequently due to my reluctance to curse, as we all know, as someone that has said the F word twice already on this podcast in the opening uh, 10 minutes. Now, <clears throat> little might have been an understatement of the year. Little might have been just a, a bit of an understatement. I will. I, I, I will stand by my guns and say that I still feel like when New York City scored their first goal, which again, right after we scored ours, right after we scored ours, it felt like we were playing for a draw. And I didn't love that. And I wanted to see more reaction from Jim Curtin, who, at least in my head, I felt like was definitely playing for extra time because he didn't make any substitutions. What I will concede is I don't know who, other than I guess Pax, was on the bench that was a viable option to go and get you a goal. Another point, none of our strikers have been a viable option to get us a goal for about checks fake watched three months. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, there's a lot at play here that I don't think is solely Jim Curtin's fault. Yeah, I but think... Also, but also... I mean, that, that's where I would disagree. That's where I was disagreeing with you, Evan. Uh, and based on what you said in the chat, was you said sure. that Curtin was out-coached. <laughs> and I, like... Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's where... Here, quote, I, quote, 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 uh, got out-coached plain and simple. COVID didn't help at all, plain but that simple? was right. ugly... I just don't think he threw everything at it once New York City tied. Guess I get to be Paul this week. Yeah, that is the role I'm playing this week. Thank you. Filling in for Paul Catrino Jr. It's me, uh, Evan, playing Paul Catrino Jr. I've been his understudy for a couple months now. I don't know if most people know this, but I have been reading his lines before we go on to the show. And now SAG is watching. I I just get to be Paul. Um, No, and I... I, When a guy makes subs and those substitutions have an impact in the way that they did in that game, and the other coach doesn't, I, I still think well, Ronnie Delia... What can, subs can, do you can, want can, Jim to let, throw on yeah, there? Let's, let's, I, let's, let's back that up for a second. You're, because okay. one coach had a bench. I, 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 like, I get it. The I get players it. Who I get did, it. I get it. But I get let, it. Let's list off the players that did not come into this game. Well, all Cole Turner... Yeah, Anthony Sorensen, Brandon mm-hmm. Craig, and Greg Ratchinson. I, I think Greg Ratchinson was going to make a great second striker. We just haven't seen it yet. Um, and like I like I get it. Like there's nothing on the bench at all. But like you're still not going to play soccer at the end of ninety minutes if you lose here. And I get like yeah, I, like I'm not gonna play pool guys in my in my Eastern Conference uh, final game. And so I guess maybe my problem is with the COVID protocol. I don't know, but like, I, I mean, uh, could could Jim? Because at that point, it, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. was gonna say, could yeah, Jim have brought Fontana and and Paxon? Yeah, five minutes sooner in the game, ten minutes sooner. In the game? Absolutely. And yeah, I, you know, I don't get. I, I, yeah, like I don't get Fontana coming on in the 90th minute because like, in the situ- in the situation, does bringing them on earlier ha- give you a better chance of winning or losing the game? Well, yeah, because he did that against Nashville. He saved all of his subs for extra time, and that's when he was really able to at least slow that game down and see that he could play for a draw there. I think Jim was just trying to get to the 90th because let's face it, if you end this game in regular time one one, you should be 
fucking thrilled. Oh, you, I would have been. I would have been. Yeah. Absolutely. You should be thrilled. Over the moon and, about he, it. and they were doing that. They were doing that at the time. New York scored in the 88th minute. Now you just. Ha- now, of course. You have to throw people in now. You have to do something different. I, but up until that point, it, it hadn't been that bad, Evan. He wasn't even getting out coached with the subs that New York City was bringing I in. Just, they were I don't just bending a bit. I feel like like the Fonsana substitution, and I like I get it. Like They didn't score their second, second goal until the 88, so like he didn't really know. But I feel like at least like Tony could have, uh, as we all know, our favorite name to call him, could have held the ball up more. Like there was something there, I think, about like if you want to just control the ball, there's got to be something it's to just, about getting some fresh legs on. I mean, something. it's just outside of Paxton, we haven't seen these players do anything for the team recently. Yeah. I mean, even even with Anthony Fontana, what's his last positive contribution? Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a while at least. Like he's been he's been positive when he's played, but it's it's been yeah. And I mean yeah. this, this isn't yeah this isn't trying to like throw him under the bus or anything, but uh, just like another homegrown who was still nowhere to be seen in this game, um, their stock couldn't have fallen further into a point when you need them. Mm-hmm. Evan's giving suspicious. What you talking about? Um, the person who, since they haven't played since, like, what was it, October? Well, actually, probably earlier than October. Um, ended up losing their spot to a right-back playing left-back who did well wow. enough to be oh. considered oh, the, as the, our the backup guy, left-back for next season. The guy with the offer? Okay, yeah. The yeah, Matt yeah. Real world. Yeah, yeah uh, well, more on that later. Um, I mean, I think that's the thing for me is I think Jim... I mean, Jim did a fantastic job with what he had, you know, and I think that that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reality. If you're going to put, if you're going to go all season with Jacob Glasnes and Jack Elliott playing every minute of almost every game, and then you're going to get to the Eastern Conference final, and all of a sudden your back line switches to Stuart Finlay and Ariel and Colin, <laughs> and you can get to the 88th minute and 1-1, I think you did a pretty good job with that game. <laughs> like... I think if Ronald Ronald Dahlia loses 11 of his guys, I'm not sure he gets to the end of the game at 1-1. I don't think they're as deep as we are, admittedly, um, if we had a full bench. So I think think that that's the thing for me. I mean, here's – I mean – the guys gave everything they had, and you could see Mm -hmm. it by about the 75th minute. I mean, guys, Doug, Casper – they were walking around I, the field at that point. I thought and that was Stu Finley's uh, best. Casper does that in the thirtieth minute, Justin. Well, I, I know obviously, I know that, but like, hey, it was Paul, like I got some bad news for you in a minute here. <laughs> I just think, like, you know, I mean, they gave everything they had, and it, it was clear that they gave mm-hmm. everything they had. This was not a, this was not had nothing to do with effort. It had nothing to do with the talent that they had. They they gave it, and and they almost pulled it, or at least got it to extra time at one one. And I think at that point, if you get to extra time and you have thirty minutes of Pax and, and Fontana, like maybe you maybe you get another one. But like, yeah, I mean, where they were, they got what they got. You know, you almost did it with eleven guys missing. 
You've almost did it with eleven guys missing. Well, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of just what's, you, you did. That that's kind of just what's a little bit more painful about how things went, because, like, even close to full strength, this team should be going to Portland this weekend. You're correct. We sit here in a very weird time we do? where this pandemic hey. is going to affect sports organizations in these ways. And I think when you look at the scale of like COVID regulations in general affecting, you know, major leagues, mm-hmm. the four major ones have been able to kind of adapt on the fly mm-hmm. and have been a bit flexible with how things are done, with canceling games yep. and with moving stuff around. Well, even just adjusting and then you the have protocol. MLS who has yeah, yeah. They are they're able to adjust protocols and scheduling on a dime. And MLS just does not have that luxury. Well, and, 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 and apparently their and, tests work because that's another issue that no one was even returning anything close to what a normal test result should be with mm. the same people who tested positive, testing negative, then testing positive again, and just going back and forth. Because um, Kevin Kincaid does have a pretty good um, rundown of some yeah. of the failures on the MLS side of uh, this whole situation. And the, the MLS is the United States of handling a pandemic. Works out properly. great, honestly. Uh, I will say just, just real quick, real quick before we move on to the roster moves, cause there was many of them. Um, and there was one even that happened since we started recording in another team, but I think it's worth bringing up. Uh, cause we played them 800 times last year. Uh, it felt kind of like to me, Especially knowing that the union guys that were in protocol would have been out for this game on Sunday anyway. But there's no way New York City travels to Portland and wins, right? No. It felt to me like regardless of who comes out of the East, they're kind of getting thrown to the wolves here. I don't know. Um, Chuck's not a big Diego Valeri narrative points guy. Well, Portland's a weird team because they've been so bad at so many points of this season. And then magically decided mm-hmm. we know how to play defense now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to have to do something that the Union didn't have to do and probably wouldn't have been able to do in that game and deal with um, Tati Castellanos. I don't know. I don't think New York is going to be built for this moment. I, I, I think inexperience is going to hit them and this wave of portland is going to be far too much for them to hit are they really are they thought that subaru was loud are they really that inexperienced with how many like full internationals they have on that team i know they haven't won anything at mls yet but i they are a pretty experienced team at least on the soccer stage um this isn't saying that new york's gonna win um because it should be advantage Portland playing this in their home stadium in, yes, the um, Diego Valeri retirement tour. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially with the fact that we don't even know if Blanco can play 60 minutes, um, it should be a closer match. Still going to say nine times out of ten, Portland wins this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe six. Hey, listen, I hope I'm right. That's all. 
I mean, I would obviously rather not see New York win this game as well. That'd be great. Um, I I don't want nice things for that team ever. I strictly just don't think they deserve it this year. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think they, so. I just don't. They can win something when they get an actual stadium. I mean, unfortunately, so they did they did what they had to do. You know, they, yeah. there was a point where they weren't even going to make the playoffs, and they won seven out of the last eight or whatever. Yeah. So. Great. Let's move. Let's, yeah. Let's, uh, roster moves, shall we? Uh, maybe before oh, that's right. Maybe before that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, successful season? No? Yes? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Yes. Easily. Absolutely. Anyone who says otherwise, otherwise can... you're an idiot. Hey, if you're listening to this, you're like, hey. I'm one of those guys yeah. and, or ladies or non-binaries and I'm really like finding myself at a loss for words. Mm-hmm. No, this season was not successful. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking directly to you. Hi. You're an idiot. You're just, yeah, you're just a hot take merchant at that point. Get out of here. Who are you? Uh, because uh, if you don't win silverware, then nothing matters. Yeah. What are you, Angelo Cataldi? Hey, that's what I was thinking too. Shut up, you. We're not talking to you, listener. We're not. <laughs> I mean that's what I I mean that's where I come down to. We were asking this team to win a playoff game. Guess they what did. they did? They won two, two. and they almost won a third with half Maybe. the roster. And well and mm-hmm. the thing is they lost two members of the MLS best eleven last season and then still went the furthest that they've ever gone in in CONCACAF Champions League. Um, which, I mean, was easy because all they had to do was literally make it out of the group to do that. And, yeah. Um, and had a deep playoff run. Um, mm-hmm. Their deepest run in history. Deep. It, so, might actually be, it might actually be the deepest run for the last remaining MLS team in Cockcap Champions League, too. Oh, like playoff-wise? Yeah. 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 Because um, almost every other, almost every other one missed the playoffs. Most, uh, yeah, I was gonna say most of them haven't made the haven't made the playoffs, and then yeah, even the New York team Wouldn't that did like make Montreal the playoffs got order? like bounced in the first round. I don't, I don't think yep. that did that Montreal team even make the playoffs. Anyway, I, don't know. They, well, Chuck, I mean, well, they seemed to put a lot of eggs in the basket, and then Jim was able to handle. Well, it. Chuck figures that out, maybe. I don't care enough about Montreal to actually That's try fair. and figure that out. Hey guys, just hit guys. some keyboard buttons and like, yeah, 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 and then be like, "Oh, they totally did." Research. Um, uh, the good news is, next year, if we end up playing the New England Revolution eight hundred times, they will not have Tejon Buchanan, as they shouldn't. <laughs> hooray! Hooray! Um, he's going to Belgium. No one cares. As he um, should. Instead, they'll have calls from. LA Galaxy fans getting Bruce mm-hmm. Arena's number that are really weird. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, don't, yeah. It, if anyone has Jim on Facebook or heaven forbid, or like his phone number, that's uh, even worse. Or any, just don't, please don't call anybody in the front office or like the social media guys and tell them to sign people, please. It doesn't work. <laughs> and you're just kind of being a dick. And listen. I would love to be a dick to Bruce Arena. But not like that. You not know? like that. Just tell him that he looks stupid in yeah. his stupid tracksuit. Like he just got off of his 9 to 5 and then threw that on and then fake went to the gym and got a donut instead. <laughs> if you don't think it's enough, it's enough. Speaking of going to the Trust pay window me. this season, players under contract for the Philadelphia Union for 2022. 
alphabetical order, not in order of importance, because this would be a completely different list. Paxton Aronson, Alejandro Bedoya, already you see it, it's alphabetical. Andre Blake, Jesus Bueno, Corey, no E, Burke, yes E, Brandon Craig, Jack DeVries, Stu Finley, Leon Flock, Matt Fries, Gostog, Jakob Klesnes, Nate Harriel, Jose Martinez, William Baizo, sorry everybody, Jack McLynn, uh, Mira Montero, uh, Matej Oravec, still still hanging out, Quinn Sullivan, Kai Wagner. Um, this is where I have bad things for Paul. Well, should, Bennett, should we talk Jack about... Elliott. Should, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, before we get to those, shouldn't we get yep. to uh, that fun little extension for one of our center backs? Oh yes, the three-year deal. Thank you. The three-year deal for the Norwegian sweetheart and your top goal scorer in the playoffs for the Philadelphia Union, I guess, Jakob Lesnes. Let's go. How utterly embarrassing. I'm kidding. He will now that's, move oh, to awesome. FC Cincinnati because that's a rumor that we're just going to keep perpetuating. Mm-hmm. Everybody, did you, you sign a new here, deal folks. for the Union? Go in the Cincinnati. I'm going to start a new Twitter account called Transfers MLS and pretend that I know things too. Oh my God. Somebody check on the roast. I think it's done. Might be done. <laughs> anyway, I mean, yes. If good. You're, these are, most of I'm these happy are good. he's still here. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're talking about bringing your core back, the union are doing okay. In that <laughs> mm-hmm. For, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've seen, well, we've seen years where this list is like 16 people. So, that's true. Um, really, no complaints here, even mm-hmm. if they have a player who I, at this point, hope that the union can just get some money by selling them. And, uh, Bedoya, yes. Um, it's going to be it is going to be very interesting to see what happens with Jack DeVries this offseason yeah. because apparently he's doing well enough with Venezia's U19s that now with their goal scoring issues um, mm. it's being called for him to actually make a senior appearance for yeah. their team that sounds relatable um, and th- those are also, I mean, some goals that we could have used if yeah. he, I, because I can't say that I know what position he is actually playing for their U19s, but if it's anything close to a forward and a front two, um, he can definitely push out a couple of these secondary forwards on this team next year. Yes. <laughs> Co- correct. Like Transfer Corey, mark. Who- is... Who knows where the E's are, Burke? Yeah, it would be lovely to not see him on a union roster next year. Um, great guy, done a great service to this team. Yeah, time to go. Transfer mark is saying right mid or left mid. Um, I don't know enough about Venezia. Forgive me for not knowing enough about Venezia's under nineteens. <laughs> I don't know how high up that is. They wear the sexy jerseys. You should be paying attention. Their logo's to them. not that great, though. I disagree. The kits are good. The logo, not that great. You don't like gargoyles? I disagree. It's a, lion. It's a griffin. Anyway, okay. Things. Welcome, things welcome that to also... Venezia United's. Your second favorite. Yeah, podcast. Welcome to Venezia's I mean, from the bridge. That uh, is that is called having an American soccer podcast, apparently. Yes. No, that's the cooligans. That's a different thing. 
<laughs> hey, uh, more bad news for Paul that he can disagree with. Joe Bendick, Casper Shabilka, and Sergio Santos all had their <laughs> options exercised. Cool. Well, so did Jack Elliott. Better to say so you forgot to. Was fine, uh, but yeah, I mm, I get it. Like you want to sell Casper and you want to sell Sergio. Well, I you're... guess no, you don't. Uh, yeah, no, I think I I think I've changed a little. Okay, bit. And um, he's a different man I th- now. I think Casper. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different regard for him now. Oh. I don't want to sell Casper. Right, that would be too easy. Oh, I want him to see his position slowly be taken from him by a superior striker. It's a slow burn. The reality I mean, is he needs yeah. someone to push him. Well, and also... You just, yes. I mean, yes, he does. You, I would love for someone to push him into a passing lane. Well, you, That's that, not what the, I'm saying. But the thing is, if you, <laughs> if you play him next to someone who's better than Sergio Santos, like both will score goals. Theoretically, yeah. yes. And then you still have the option of Sergio Santos off the bench, which is the only way to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, with these, like, I still i I want to get a full rundown of what Joe Bendick does for this team because Water bottles again, he has to be the most amazing locker room guy around to keep getting signed and extended <clears throat> when he does nothing but lose games on the field. I just said water bottles for the banter. I have a new I have a new theory since you said I don't know what he does for this team and he must be the best locker room guy. I figured it out. It's really easy to score on Joe Bendick, so Casper and Sergio don't think there's a problem, and we need to just change him to not be like the third keeper. I was just gonna say I bet you he's really good at close up magic. That's good for team morale. Oh my word. Oh, wow. All right. Speaking of being really like, good at making things disappear, Aurelian Colin, Ilsenio, and Alvis Power are out of contract. What a surprise. It's, I kind of want Alvis Powell back. I'm going to be honest. I kind of want Alvis Powell back, too, and no. I kind of want Colin to become a coach. The other two guys, if you want a coach, great. If you don't, bye. I, I mean, think like, we might need else. an assistant coach. So, Aurelian Well, I mean, Colin. I think it's true when Jim yeah. Curtin leaves. Yeah, for Cincinnati, and Pat Noonan becomes becomes our head coach. Yep, because that's definitely the way it's going to go, not the other way around. Yep, yep, yep. Then Ilsenio becomes our first assistant coach, and he will try to nutmeg all the players when he goes to get them from the substitutions warm up area. (laughs) I feel like Powell may end up being like one of those like union goodwill letting someone go because Mm. he does deserve after what he did signing for this team a starting job in MLS or elsewhere if he chooses to do so. Um, And I would think that there's plenty of teams that are looking for someone like him right now. Yeah. Um, FC Cincinnati. It's going (laughs) to... Or Miami. Oh, wait, he was there both times. And and I mean, and especially when it wouldn't be that surprising to see this team sign either a right or left back, Mm. um, that it's probably best to roll with what you have under contract and let him pursue whatever his next move may be. Whereas the other two people out of contract should just retire. Maybe probably please. Thank you. 
Well, I mean, one is uh, one, is, one is one is already a retired Horizon. Twitch streamer. Um, he just hasn't announced <laughs> it yet. I'm pretty sure one of the last people to find out that the team was out with COVID protocols was Ilcino <laughs> because he was just streaming the entire time. He got annoyed that he was getting so many text messages on stream. He's like, guys, like, what, like, come on. Literally, guys, I tell you not to hit me up between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dropping with my bros. Thanks, MadTechers27, for the three-month resub. Anyway, oh, <laughs> what happened to the team? Yikes. Gotta go. Sorry, guys. Stream ended early tonight. And that's going to be El Senior for the next, like, eight months to a year. Um... Somehow hey. he still had a COVID exposure. Um, <laughs> he was still on the list, too. He probably hasn't left his room in weeks. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of exposure, we've exposed Anthony Fontana and Matt Riel to contract offers. Wow. This is getting real bad. I, yep. These like transitions uh, yep. need to go, for sure. <laughs> don't worry. I got one more, and it's probably going to be worse. Listen. I don't know what it is yet. I'll let you know. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing for me. Yep. Like, yep, yep, yep. Fontana is like i don't know what fun i i don't know in what time and space fontana would even want or dream Jam. of signing that contract and you know like, what, what would, it doesn't it doesn't matter it's true you. he's not eligible for free agency nope yeah but like what in the world would you why would you want to sign a contract at this point like yeah you're not eligible for free agency but if you don't sign the contract then philly's going to move on from you somehow I mean, so they're, they're already going to pay. They're already going to ship him out to the Philadelphia retirement home in Colorado. Well, oh, Anthony's not that old yet. No one who's going. I mean, or do you mean Colorado no, Springs? No one who's. I just mean that no That'd one who's. Yeah, no one who's gone to the Rapids has been that old. Um, if he, they're, although. Not even a little bit. I think if Anthony, this is a very quick aside. I think if Anthony Fontana went to the Colorado Springs switchbacks, I would move to Colorado Springs. He would be After the assist I leader for like five hours. He would be the assist leader in USL next year. That's what it would happen. Haji Berry would put everything away for him, yeah. and he'd be the freaking assist leader in USL God. next year. Can we just set up like Colorado Springs as an affiliate club? I know we already <laughs> tried that with a lot of those guys. <laughs> we don't. But it makes a lot uh, of sense well, to do it. Can we just we do don't. It again? They're not in hey, by we now. don't have to they're because out. there is a league next year oh, for our two teams. Right. Um. We are next? officially trying to strangle Bro. out um, you. Well, League One, <laughs> I guess, because yeah, th- this this MLS USL infighting yep. is the roughest thing to try and watch, make he- heads or tails of. Yeah, but I am happy that all of the two teams are officially out of USL and have their own place. Yep. Not um, officially, my man. Not officially. I, I have no. Welcome well, to our newest podcast. I have to sit next and watch freaking Loudon and Red Bulls too in USL all season next season. Wait, they didn't move in this? Mm-hmm. Nope. Twenty twenty three. Maybe. What? What the fuck? Why? Because the and, level of competition. Oh yeah, and ATL is also ATL two is also staying um, in USL. Yeah, Your favorite pull, team pull, that once fielded so, a white supremacist, Atlanta United 2. But it's also like, it's pull them, and then why the fuck is Rochester in this? Jamie Vardy didn't understand what two meant. I've talked about this. I don't, I, like, I don't know They said MLS 2. But 
But he like, how much for... can Rochester? Uh, we're a team in New York. We're gonna say New York more than we say Rochester. And oh, He's I guess there's a rhino here. Um, like, how much can that entire rebirth get fucked up? Uh, they're really trying. They're going for attendance records. That's what's happening. They're going. They're, they will have seven hundred people at their game instead of two hundred. They'll be That's like, true. "Look, we are the attendance leaders." And then Jeff Birding gets them in the MLS, and then Jim Curtin becomes the head coach of the Western New York Rochester Flash Rhinos. Also, what if when Rhinos there, they mean the professional wrestler Rhino? Oh. They're the Rochester, whatever his real Terry something, whatever his shoot name is. Uh, Just for everyone listening at home, burn this podcast after listening. Evan, don't you know that Bob Lilly is going to go there? Oh, right. Brandon Miller will will capture his – this is – we're getting – Oh, my God. One one day someone will actually hire Bob Lilly for a job. No. I, I know you don't want to lose him, but it's just really sad that he hasn't been. <laughs> Paul, Paul couldn't have looked any more just like uninterested and scared at the same time. It would be like no, if I he just, took a quaalude and went to a haunted to house. To keep going with this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, going a totally different direction. Bob Lilly becomes the head coach of the Philadelphia Union after Jim Curtin leaves for FC Cincinnati. I love this. Anyway, the Union have also declined the contract extension of whatever piece of Mateus Dabo they actually own, which I think is a fourth of him. I think it was like I think it was a six. It's like actually, right forearm. Really. Mm-hmm. The reality is of all these contract mm-hmm. moves, yep. the union this are in a really one. good spot to compete yes. in MLS in 2022. They've opened up enough cap space to buy a designated player striker to get someone who can put the ball into a net. <coughs> Wait for well, it. they didn't have during to open a regular that cap season space. Da, 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 during a regular season MLS game that counts in 90 minutes. They have enough That'd guys that can put a ball in a net during training, I guess. Let's, you know, let's do it when it matters. But they get a DP striker next mm-hmm. year, they're a title contender. That's just it. You bring back the center backs. Hey, and the guess keeper, what? Even and if you don't, you're still they a are title a title contender. contender. <laughs> yeah, title I know. for it most just, frustrating it, team it to watch. It becomes much more. No, it becomes no, but, much more. No easy to say no year two of daniel Gosdog is something that i am mm. extremely excited yeah, for right because yeah. as we know when the <clears throat> union sign attacking players year it's one is second. terrible well generally and, and yeah. Gosdog wasn't so yeah um yeah, it's so yeah it's gonna be nice see, seeing what he does in in year two is gonna be really good and it's gonna be even better when that's done behind a striker because there is no way that Ernst Tanner is going to make it through this offseason without bringing in someone. Um, Odds are we are not going to know anything about that person when they come here, but they should still score some goals. It's going to be Detius Mabo. Oh, my word. This is off the rails. Off Real quick, can I get a heat check? Throw it into um, a river. Take this podcast. Throw it off throw the bridge. Throw it into a river. Only that one 
wherever Paul went to do that photo shoot that wasn't the Commodore Gary, and he got flamed for it <laughs> for like a week and a half. I will fight you the next time I see you. All right. Oh my god. We have a great time here. We really thank all of our <laughs> listeners for listening. Um, Real quick, do y'all want to really do sweet. a Golden Conceso of the season now, or do you want to wait? I- I'm a little too mad at you. I'll give it to you if we're doing it now, so you might want to give me a week. I'll take that for the transitions and general off talkiveness that I brought yeah, on this podcast I mean, this week. I- I think next week we need to do it. Next week, next month, next year, sometime. We need to do a, a season wrap-up <laughs> show. But Can we do the season wrap-up show after the next season starts? Yeah, probably. Can we do it in like in like I mean, we only, we only have six weeks, so. It's true. It's true. I want to do it like in the middle of next season. Be like, let's do a retrospective on last year. Our timing will be impeccable. Uh, always is. One one actual question. Who's yes. in CCL next year? Who knows? Not the union. Uh, so New that York means 90% City? of the fan base won't give a shit. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I actually don't know who qualified well, Port- with, again, Portland. no. Open, no, they didn't. But with well, they no might. open cup again. Oh, right. Sorry. That? That spot eternally goes to Atlanta. If, so I don't know. <laughs> that spot goes to the Harrisburg City Islanders. You until, might be familiar. Until Atlanta is no longer the defending U.S. Open Cup champ. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Atlanta United just has a has a CCL spot every year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love that. Until the Open Cup comes back, they cash in their work. Open Cup in the bank contract, and they just play in CCL every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, so Josh Hakala gets to give it to whoever he drives to first. Well, yeah, this is this is where, where it's weird because, like, the winner of MLS Cup, um, the Supporter Shield winner, the other oh. regular season conference winner, and then the winner of the domestic cup competition, right? Which is the NISA Nations Cup. So, congratulations to and, Orlando Lions SC. And yeah, and they can't try and give it to the winner of Champions Cup or whatever the hell that is because mm-hmm. that's not a domestic cup competition. It's true. It's true. And there's also the Canadian winner, but that doesn't really apply. It's going to be whoever wins the IMG Suncoast Invitational. All right, we got to defend our title from a few years back. <laughs> yeah. It's time to get the band it's back perfect. together. It's perfect. Or whoever wins MLS next, Pro 2. That's how Jamie Vardy, I figured it out. That makes perfect sense. Can we just end this podcast before we go so, further in the obscurity? Uh, Wikipedia says the 2021 <laughs> MLS Cup champions, so either New York or Portland, New yep. England as the Supporter Shield winners, Colorado yep. as the Western Conference regular season, and <laughs> Seattle Sounders as the highest-ranked U.S.-based Division One club based on 2021 MLS regular season record not already qualified. Yay! Okay, that's a that. fit that on a trophy. I mean, that's yeah. a, uh, eat banner. Your heart do it on a banner. Do it on a banner. Do it on a banner. Freaking winners. That's at least a more fair way of giving it than. Well, well I guess Atlanta Trump, goes the system's to, not open. It's not. How fair. many? How many points were we behind no. Seattle? What? What? What we needed to do to make CCL next year? Uh, not had an average striker be our top. Striker. No, that's okay. not what. That's, that's, that's not asking. what did it. Um. <laughs> Let's say it was only uh, a point or two, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was six. Okay. Oh. Two wins. Drake? New coach? Whatever. No, Drake. I mean, not, uh, not drawing Chicago would have helped. 
Mm. We're close. Whatever. Damn you, Fabian Herbers. goals in that game. <clears throat> hey, um, if you've made it this far, yep. I'm sorry. Yep. Hi, Mom. Yeah, you, you clearly have a thing for punishment. You're clearly just related to one of us by blood. 40 minutes one. of your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not getting it back. I'm sorry. Hey, I mean, what else are they going to do since the Union aren't playing anymore? Not watch the Eagles or the Flyers, I can tell you that much. Yeah, develop a good hobby or like a healthy skill. Yeah, Paul health, connect Paul health with friends. Crashed out in 2021. I'm anyway. Yeah, I'm going out to drink after this. Gardner, hey, thank you for listening to this <laughs> podcast. Tweet at VFTB Pod. Uh, oops, if you've listened this far, I don't know. Because that's probably what you said to yourself now that you've made it this far. And we'll see you guys uh, next week or two weeks from now or next year at this point. We don't know. Happy holidays. For the yearly um, end of season awards and the Golden Concesa. The way that everybody ends the yep. Use of the Bridge podcast is yep. the lyrics of the famous Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Your love's got me toxic. We're all going to be wearing suits when that award ceremony happens, so be ready for your visual and audio to be all of us looking very nice, except for Paul. <laughs> and they say she's so lucky. She's a star. Okay, we're done. No, no, no. She Justin, cries, Justin, stop cries, it. Justin, stop cries. recording. Justin, stop <laughs> recording. Justin, 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 thank you. Thanks for listening to Season 3 of Use in the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at VFTBpod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make a custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to Design Tree at dsgntree.com slash vftv for our latest merch, or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. Thanks for your listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.